So we're holding by Shmuel Bey's word. Perak Yutes, Pasach of Hay, the learning tonight should be Schosi Lili Nish Masah Bechil Mechel Ben Asher, and Yicheskel Shraga Ben Avram Yehuda, as well as the Schos for Fushlema from Moshe Ben Miriam, Yosef Menach Mechava, Yom Tov Ben Zlatamash, and Shmuel Doi Ben Rivka Fega. So we learned previously that Shimi requests from David to spare his life, which David grants that request. Now, we had seen that as David was crossing the Yardane, together with David came Tziva, as well as 15 of his children and 20 of his servants. Um, Tziva had spoken Lashon Hara about Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth was the grandson of Shaul, was the son of Yonason, that David had shown kindness to earlier in Shmuel Beis. And Mephibosheth did not come to accompany David into Galus. Tziva, however, came, and Siva said Lashon Hara that Mephibosheth was really supporting Avshalim. And for that reason, David pronounced at the time that the estate of Shaul that he had given to Mephibosheth should be taken away and given to Tziva. So the, because the Psukim just mentioned about the crossing of Tziva and his sons and his servants, the Pasuk here jumps a little out of chronological order to tell us about when David meets Mephibosheth, even though that didn't happen until a little later when David made it to Yerushalayim. So Pasuk Hafei, O Mephibosheth ben Shaul, Yorad Likras HaMelech, Mephibosheth, the son of Shaul, came down to greet the king. V'lai Asa Raglov, he had not bathed his feet. V'lai Asa Sfamai, he had not trimmed his mustache. V'yas Begadav, he had not laundered his clothing, Lamin Hayoyim Lechas HaMelech, from the day the king left, Ad Hayoyim Asher until he returned in peace. So as a sign of mourning, Mephibosheth not tended to himself, says the Radak. The Pasuk is read, he, he did not even wash his feet, meaning he certainly did not wash the rest of his body. He had not even trimmed his mustache. He certainly didn't trim the rest of his beard. And these are all, as we said, signs of mourning, uh, abstaining from bathing, from cutting your hair, from washing your clothing. And according to the Gemara in Yevamas on Daf, Lamid Ches Amad Aleph, the Lashon of Asaraglov actually refers to not washing your feet, but cutting your toenails. Again, another sign of mourning. So let's just see Pasuch Havav before we go to the Mepharshim. So Vahi Kiva Yerushalayim Likras HaMelech, it happened when he came to Yerushalayim to greet the king, meaning as David returned to Yerushalayim, so David says to him, So David calls him out. He says, why did you not accompany me, Mephibosheth, to go into Galus? So first, the Abarbanel deal, deals with why is Mephibosheth called Ben Shal, the son of Shal? As I said earlier, he was really the son of Yonason. So the Abarbanel suggests Tupshat him either because he was the next in line to inherit Shal's Malchus because Yonason was killed. So Ben Shal, he was like the inheritor of the Malchus had it been passed on to Shal's descendants. Or the Pasuk is telling us that David did not conduct himself regarding Mephibosheth as if he was the son of his uh, best friend, uh, um, Yonason, but rather he conducted it like he was the son of Shaul, like someone who was David's adversary. And so for that reason, he's called Mephibosheth ben Shaul. Because again, David seems to believe the story that Siva told him, that Mephibosheth did not come because he was supporting Avshalem. And so for that reason, David gave away the land to Siva. Now, as Mephibosheth is coming to David, says the uh, Malbim, David realizes very quickly that the story that Siva told him was incorrect. Because, first of all, Siva said that uh, Mephibosheth did not want to accompany David because 
he was um, 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 he didn't want to share in the tsar of leaving. And second of all, that the, the, the second factor that Siva claimed is that, and, and may David believe Siva, is that, look, he's not afraid to stay behind in Yerushalayim, whereas those that were loyal to David would be afraid to stay in Yerushalayim when Avshalom came. So first of all, the fact that he wasn't Bitzar, you see clearly here that that's not true because he didn't bathe, he didn't wash his uh, clothing, he didn't groom himself. Clearly he was Bitzar. So even though he did not accompany David physically, but clearly he was sharing in the Tzara of David. Whereas David's other followers may have gone into Gaulus with David, but Mephibosheth clearly was Bitzar during the entire time that David was gone. And as for the fact that Mephibosheth remained behind in Yushalayim, says the Malbim, you see clearly Mephibosheth was not in Yushalayim because the Pasuk says that Mephibosheth himself came back when the king came back. It says, that he came to meet the king when the king was coming back. In other words, Mephibosheth also abandoned Yerushalayim. He didn't stay there when Avshalom was there. So Mephibosheth left when David left. Although Mephibosheth did not accompany David, he did not stay behind either to risk his life by staying near Avshalom. So after David questions Mephibosheth why he didn't join him, so Mephibosheth answers, and he said, my master the king, Avdi, Rimani, your servant was tricked. In other words, my, I'm sorry, Avdi, my servant, Siva, Rimani, tricked me. Ki amar avdecha, because your servant said, Ech chamar, saddle the donkey, ve'erkavaleh, and I'll ride on it, ve'elech avdecha, and I'll ride on it and go with the king, because you, I am lame. So the Mephibosheth explains, really, he wanted to join David, but because he was a cripple, we know, we saw earlier that he couldn't walk, he didn't have use of his legs, so he couldn't saddle the donkey himself. He needed Siva to go and prepare him for the journey. So he told Siva, I want to saddle the donkey for me. I want to go on the donkey. I want to join David. Instead, Siva takes the donkey, deserts uh, Mephibosheth, and goes to David himself, and then claims that he's acting against Mephibosheth, and Mephibosheth is not interested in following David. So Mephibosheth continues, He slandered your servant. He slandered me in the eyes of my master, the king, and you, my master, the king, you're like an angel of God. Do whatever is proper in your eyes. In other words, the Mephibosheth was saying that I, David is as wise as a malach, and therefore he trusted David's judgment to deal with him as is proper. So the Abar Benel explains that Mephibosheth was saying, not only did Siva not obey my request to be the donkey, but instead he went and he said Lashon Hara about me to you, saying that I was happy about your downfall because it meant that I would be able to regain Shaul's throne. And as we saw previously, because of, as a result of Siva's story, David takes the property, the estate of Shaul, and gives it over to Siva, takes it away from Mephibosheth. The Malbim explains Mephibosheth's words that Avdi Rimani, he's saying that it's bad enough that he tricked me, but I don't need to go into detail about all of his lies because that, that David is like a Malach. In other words, David knows already, David can figure out the whole story for himself with just a small piece of information and I don't need to go and um, specifically counter every single lie that Siva told you, you'll figure it out for yourself. In addition, he was saying that don't think the reason I'm coming here is because I need you to return my field and go back on your word. You gave everything to Siva. Rock, I say, just do whatever is good in your eyes. I trust whatever judgment you, David, decide, and I don't necessarily need you to uh, uh, completely go back on your word that you gave everything to Siva, and now you're going to go back on your word and give everything back to me.